Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. I might have to keep that in the recording of how Gretchen introduced. We always count down when we do this. Yeah. And Gretchen's countdown was very fun and festive today. Well, I just figured we both had a morning. Mm-hmm. So why not keep it fun and festive? I like it. I like it. We've spent the last, you know, 30 minutes sharing <laughs> our trials and tribulations of Wednesday. Listen, we've talked about it. We go to the gym, we debrief while we roll out and stretch. It's the same thing on Wednesdays when we're podcasting. We have to debrief with each other. We can't just go right into talking because we have to update each other on our lives. Yeah. I mean, because we saw each other yesterday, you know, 7 to 8 a.m. And there's a lot to update on. And clearly today there was. I mean, my favorite was Monday when you called me an hour and a half before I got to the gym to talk to me. (laughs) I need to talk to you about this right now. I'll see you in an hour and a half. Okay. Yep, we talked for a little bit. We we even FaceTimed that day. We did. We FaceTimed and then it was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave to see you in an hour. So I'll see you in an hour and a half. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So today's episode, we want to talk about fat loss. I mean, with the new year, everybody wants to talk about losing weight and how January 1st, that's the time like diet starts now. Like diets always start on Monday, but Diets always start January 1st, let's be honest. Always. And I think we we kind of missed missed hitting on part of this before we wrapped for 2022. But it all ties together. We want to talk about how to approach weight loss to start the year, as well as why losing weight during the holidays is not a very good idea. So let's start with that. Let's start why you and I were both preaching. Maintenance, maintenance, maintenance for honestly, mid-November through the end of December. Yeah. Um, And there's caveats to all of this, like there is to everything, but I would never suggest to somebody, an average person going through the holidays, working their life, dealing with their family with nothing else in mind. I would never suggest to them, why don't we lose fat between, honestly, the end of October into January, right? We have Halloween, which involves Halloween candy, doing festivities with kids and friends. Um, We have Thanksgiving, which is a smorgasbord of food. You have all of the activities that you do with friends and family on that as well. I mean, there's things, Friendsgiving is a huge thing now, like... Going to multiple Thanksgivings is a huge thing. And then you have Christmas basically a month later. And you and let's be honest, that's like the entire month of December. It is the entire month of December. I mean, I decorated my house the day after Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so um, maybe this is why this is maybe this is the fight that we had in my dream because you put up Christmas decorations the day after Thanksgiving. You got mad at me for that? No, but my dream. Oh. So I had a dream that Gretchen and I got in a fight 
she got mad at me. And then we showed up at the meet. Like we stopped training together. We showed up at the meet in February and did not speak to each other. So maybe that was why. Maybe it was because you put your Christmas decorations up. Unwillingly. I was I was not going to put up Christmas decorations this year because uh, my husband and I are going out of town during the Christmas time. And I was like, what's the point? We're super busy. Why would I put them up? And he became a sad puppy and was like, oh, I really like Christmas decorations. Will you please put something up? So I did. Um. So Christmas is really the whole month after Thanksgiving is the point of that. You go to, I think Christmas is where you go to the most events, right? Everybody wants to do something. Um, you are doing a family Christmas at the beginning of December. I have a family Christmas two months into January. So it's a whole thing. You have cookies, you have baked goods, you have all the food, you are going to all these events, you are going out to dinner, you're not able to have control over every single thing. And when you want to go into a fat loss phase, being able to control 90% of what goes into your mouth is huge. Absolutely. And being, and being able to be consistent with your workouts is very huge. And let's be honest, it's really hard to be consistent during this time of the season. It's cold out. It's dark earlier. Like the m- motivation to get up and go work out is really hard. And, and gyms close during the holidays. Yes. So the reality is one, you are working against your, like the programming of your body, right? Long time ago when the world would get cold and we didn't have electricity and all these things, like your body was like, it was wanting to hold on to fat. It would cling to that. It was going into hibernation mode. Yes. And that is like, your body still doesn't totally lose that, but it's, it's just a part of who we are. We are not hairy animals like our dogs. So we don't have this. I mean, we got a little outer layer of fur, but (laughs) we like your body's way to keep you warm and to keep you insulated is to decrease your movement. So like, don't sweat so much. We don't want to burn so much. We want to keep this on our body. It's just, it's, it's human nature. It is a part of how we remain. But I had a lot of conversations, probably more conversations about not losing during the holidays than I ever have before. And some of these were really difficult conversations because I think people really, they go through the, the summer and they kind of, you know, they, they gain some weight back the school year starts and they're like, okay, I'm ready to do this. But the school year also started. So like stressful, chaotic, not really ready to do this. Then Halloween hits and you're like, oh, frick, I stepped on the scale and that's not good. Then Thanksgiving. And it's like, you are really, you're like, I need to turn this ship around. I need to turn this ship around because you 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 feel like you're stuck. You feel like you're stuck in the spin cycle on the, on the dryer and you can't get out. Mm-hmm. And these are like these conversations that I'm having with people were very blunt and honest because they're like, well, why are you doing a, a fat loss phase? And this was a big thing that I wanted to to touch on. I, my motivation for doing a fat loss phase during this time of year is a meet in February. And I am very, very motivated to make my weight class, like a weight class depends on it, you know, like versus the average adult who goes to work, works nine to five, has their workout. They're just doing this to look better, way less motivation. 
Most, most times, right? Most times. But for me, going through this now and doing it the, the correct way means I'm going to perform better at the meet, which means I'm going to have better results, which means I'm going to feel more satisfied with the results. So it's worth it to me. Right. But we have to understand the cost. The you still, even when you're tired and you're cold and you don't want to get out of your warm bed, you have to get up to your workout. You have to get up to get your steps in. You have to, even when it's like you're snuggled up on the couch and you don't want to go down to bed, you want to continue binging whatever you're watching, Love is Blind on Netflix, you have to get to bed because your seven to eight hours of sleep is huge. You have to say no to the apple pie, the pumpkin pie, the Christmas treats, the Christmas drinks. Those are things that you have to turn down and you have to say no to. And trust me, I like I weighed that cost. I'm okay doing that. I'm okay with it. I will get my steps in. I'm still getting 12,000 steps a day. I went, I, I brought pudding cups. I'm really into pudding right now during this cup. Really? I brought, yeah. I brought pudding cups to Thanksgiving. So I put some whipped cream on top, like whipped cream that was supposed to be on the pie, put that with my pudding and I, I indulged, I enjoyed it. It was great. My, my family does a very non-traditional style Thanksgiving. I had chicken and salad, like very non-traditional Thanksgiving. There's still like some of the normal things, but then we go to my in-laws, very traditional Thanksgiving. I brought my own container. I brought my own leftover chicken and salad from the day before with my family. And like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like it's, it's worth it to me, but a lot of, a lot of people, there's a reason why Thanksgiving comes once a year. I heard that saying, Oh, this is, I love Thanksgiving, but I'm so glad it's once a year. Right? Like they like to indulge in that. I didn't indulge like the average American for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I won't indulge like the average American on Christmas. That's, it's just, I'm okay with it. And I've like really weighed the realities behind this and, and have kind of acknowledged the temptations about things. So that's a really big reason. Like you don't, you have to really think about what you're, what you're giving up and what you're missing out on during the holidays, if you're going to do this. Yeah. And I, and I can just hear the people, well, I have this, I have this. And like you said, we weigh out the cost of giving up these holidays and being strict during them. Um, so think about it. If, if you have a wedding in January and you want to look snatched and hot during this wedding, I would say, do it, go for it. That's a big enough motivation. But if you're just like, oh, well, I'm just going to start my journey in December. I wouldn't. It's you're, you're more than likely going to fail. Yes. And, And that's just such a knock. And it's a confidence pressure. Yeah. Like it, it really does crush your confidence. Um, and it can put you further back than if you just waited a month. It makes you, and it doesn't mean like eat all of the cookies and eat all of the shit. Like it means like you could do little things, but don't worry about what the scale says during this time. Focus on building these good habits that are going to lead to fat loss, right? Mm -hmm. Like we uh, we're huge proponents at my gym of the three, two, one plan, three bottles of water, two servings of fruit, one big ass salad. It's taken from another coach, Jordan Syatt. We like, we do that all the time. And that's something that like, if somebody new starts, I tell them upfront, this is what we're going to work on during the holiday season. 
you're going to master this. So when the new year rolls around, we're ready. Yeah. I think, I think that's great. I would say, you know, focus also on like maybe trying to get more steps in right now, like things that don't involve necessarily cutting foods out because that's going to be what you want during the holiday season. And then when you go into January, February, you already get 10,000 steps a day or you get 7,500 steps a day, whatever. And you can build off of that. You have those small habits built Mm -hmm. and then it will make that fat loss phase that much easier. Yeah. Uh, So let's, let's transition a little bit into what happens January 1st and everybody's ready to sign, sign up and start their new year's resolution. My new year's resolution is to lose weight, to get fit, to do this, to do that. And that's awesome. And that's kudos to you. But here's the other thing is like, if you totally go the route of like, oh, screw the holidays, I'm going to eat crap. I'm going to drink a lot. I'm not going to get good sleep. I'm not going to move my body. You're really in a difficult spot to start. And there's always, there's this big kind of buzzword, buzz phrase around the fitness and nutrition industry is, are you ready to lose weight? Mentally, you're ready because you step on the scale, you look in the mirror, you're like, I hate what's looking back at me. I am ready. Physically, your body still might not be ready. There's a point of you maybe aren't eating enough calories. You aren't getting enough of a specific type of calories, aka macronutrients. You aren't like you're super inactive. Steps are nowhere near the recommended eight to 12,000. Um, you sleep like crap. You don't drink any water. There are things that you have not done that have not prepared you for fat loss. And you think I'm totally like, I got this. I'm going to just make that change real quick. Mm-hmm. I just talked to a client about this last night. She was like, Oh, I don't know what to do. Like, should I just like, I have so much to do. Should I just like go all in on all of it? Or what do you think? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm privy to this woman's history. Cause I know, I know where she came from. And I said, look, you, like, you have tried this before and it didn't work. You're you're here five years later, you are back here with me and you are like, why doesn't this work for me? That didn't work. So this whole all or nothing mentality to start January 1st is awful. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm being totally transparent, my clients will be starting with a maintenance phase to start the year and probably th- depending on adherence, right? We're going anywhere week three to week six is when people will kind of begin a fat loss phase if that's what they desire. Well, you need to give your body a break from all the stuff that you did over the holidays. You need to basically just like taper out to a normal level, right? Because what you were eating the past month, month and a half, that's not your normal everyday calorie amount. That's not normally what you eat. You are putting so much stuff in there. I mean, so to just go right into a fat loss, you are not, you're not getting a good base level. You want to bring your clients to a good base level before you start cutting calories. So I, so let's, let's like give this analogy a little bit. I'm going to try it. Okay. So let's say when you, when you fly somewhere, you get to two carry on bags, carry on bag. Number one, that's, that's like your healthy stuff, right? Carry on bag number two, that's your junk food. During the holidays, you load up carry on bag number two. You pack it with cookies, you pack it with fried foods, you pack it with drinks, you pack it with all the treats. Carry on bag number one with all the goodies really gets depleted. So then you get to the TSA pre-check, or not pre-check, I wish pre-check. 
you get to TSA, you start going through security and they're like, this carry-on bag is too full, right? Like it's bulging at the seams. You have to empty out some from that carry-on, but you can't put your junk food in carry-on bag number one. You have to like leave that behind. Mm-hmm. That's that's essentially what you're doing. Your body has filled up. It's like it's maxed out its sugar capacities. It's maxed out its fat capacities. You have to empty those out, not completely, but you have to empty out that suitcase to allow for a little more room and to allow for you to travel safely. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the reality of it. It's when you want to jump right in. Eh-eh, that's not good. Not good for your tummy, not good for your your mind, your body, none of it. Right. So we don't want to start a fat loss during the holidays. We don't want to start January 1st. You kind of touched on what you're going to do with your clients on how to approach weight loss at the start of the new year. So you're thinking six weeks into the new year is when you... Would you, like, let's go into that. How, you don't just cut them down calories right away. You slowly. Yeah. So we are using, uh, so we're going to, we're running a challenge to start the year of, I think it's, it's, it's the kickoff challenge. So it's like kicking off the new year the way you should is, is the idea behind it. So we're going to spend time eating up to maintenance level calories. Like I want you here's the, here's the misconception about fat loss. I want you to lose weight eating the most you possibly can. Right. You're, you're going to be hungry when you lose weight, but I, I don't want you to be that hungry. Right. So we're, we're building up to that point of, okay. Right. Like it's way more fun to see the scale drop every week, eating 1800 calories versus eating 1200 calories. Yeah. So we do that. We work on getting steps into the right place. We make sure that foundationally our three, two, one plan is totally mastered because that's that's going to be the 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 thing that we re, re reverse to whenever life hits right life is really stressful going on vacation um just need a just need a mental break from this that's we just kind of secure our foundations before diving into a fat loss phase and it honestly comes down to adherence if you are like done 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 check these boxes i've got this you're not stressed out by it. You're really great at adhering and sticking to the protocol. You're going to be into a fat loss phase by week three, week four. So if you want to lose weight quickly, do as being asked of you. Like restore stick me. To stick to the plan. Like, But also know that it is normal to fall off a little bit. It's hard to go from the amount of treats and goodies that you were eating the last month and a half, two months to a hundred percent adherence. So I would say, yeah, you go faster, the more you stick to the plan, but know that most people are not a hundred percent. And I will say that the people who are successful in like really a hundred percent adherence to start the year had a pretty tamed holiday season as well. Like if we go back to the suitcase, like their suitcase is is full, but it still passes through security. Yeah. Um, They don't have as many of the cravings because they didn't Yeah. Like they still, they still filled up that carry on bag. Number one, a little bit. It wasn't like a total free for all at the, at the Christmas buffet. You like the Christmas buffet? No, I like the analogy of 
Thank the you. Two. Can you can you tell I'm preparing to travel? I know. I enjoy also that you went over this TSA list and that you're going to travel first. So then if anything happens when I travel in the next couple of weeks after you, I'm just going to have questions. So if you have free time and your your work systems are not working the way they, they should, and you're frustrated because you can't get your work done, uh, and you are a, a nervous traveler, hi, uh, take some time and look up the TSA, what can I bring list? This list is is just comical to me. The things, because I know, right? My clients always joke with me. If I say, hey, while you're doing this exercise, don't do this. Yeah. They know I'm saying like, and I do something like I demonstrate something ridiculous. They know I'm saying it because I've seen it. Like that's the joke. If, if <laughs> I wouldn't say it, if I hadn't seen it, um, it's like the list is long and it's crazy. And it tells you what you can have in a check bag versus a carry on bag. And I just want everyone to know that you can bring a blender so long as the blades are removed. Um, you can bring antlers. Um, my Harry Potter wand and lightsaber, those are acceptable. Ooh, uh, this is one I really thought was funny. Breast milk, unacceptable. Pump, totally fine. (laughs) Okay, so I could imagine that, because you can't bring liquids over three ounces, right? Correct. What if you make the liquid inside of the airport after TSA? So that was kind of my thought was like, it, yeah, that was where I went with it. Like, I, I understand conceptually, like it violates the liquid protocol, right? If we, if we really want to get to the science behind it, you are still technically carrying that liquid. It's so funny because I imagine this is what I imagine when you go down the list Somebody somewhere decided to stash drugs in already 100% extracted breast milk and they had to exnay that from going through. I also, you can, you can have a football helmet when you travel. Uh, so since we always joke about my, my head traumas, I'll just go get a football helmet, put it on, make sure I'm safe the whole way. There you go. <laughs> so If you're preparing for fat loss at the beginning of the year, just consider where you're at. Take your time with it. Don't feel like you need to rush into it because you probably rushed into it before. And that's probably why in 2023, you're still here trying to lose the same weight, doing the same things. So try a little different this time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.